0: Hello and welcome to episode four of the Making Lemonade podcast with me, Alan Michael Ashton, Alan Ashton. I, I don't know why sometimes I throw in the Michael there. It makes me I think it makes me sound a bit more, you know, prestigious. I'm Alan Michael Ashton. So just Alan Ashton. So wait, should we have a way? Um, here we are. What was it week five of the uh, lockdown? And. Um, God, I, I can't. I don't know how long is this. I, 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 I first got symptoms of corona. What I thought were symptoms, you know, just the, the sort of the, the the slight fever, cough, chesty, chest problems. And I went into work. I, um, I went in, and um, somebody saw me and said, "Oh, you, you don't, you don't look too good." And the manager came along and said, "Right, go home." I was off for a period, and then I live in a house with my my grandfather, who's had health issues in the past. He had a heart attack a couple of years ago, he's got asthma problems. So because they don't know whether I've had the virus or not, because there's been no tests, um, my workers furloughed me, because if I go out, I become a risk to my grandfather, so I have to stay home. Where was I going with that? I'm just, I'm just giving you a, just, just a back story. So, yeah, I've been off since it the day before my granddad's birthday. So March the 12th. So it's like six weeks. And, I, you know, I don't know how long, much longer it's going to be. Um, there's only so many times you can watch Community. Uh, which is what I've been do- doing uh, since it came on Netflix. Um, I think in one day I watched fifteen, twenty episodes. Crazy, um. But um. But yeah, but um, I'd uh, I wanted to announce I have a special guest with me today. They've just arrived last minute. Um, they're here. Um, the only problem is she can't talk because she's a cat. Please welcome to the Making Lemonade podcast, Spider the Cat. Um, just... oh, I, don't, I don't know if you heard that, well that's her pairing. Yeah, that's Spider the Cat. And it's interesting, this the, this week, I think this Friday, May the 1st, we, we'd have uh, five years since she came to live with us. Um, my nan, uh, about six years back, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and she was ill, and, and she was up in her bed, and years ago, she had a cat called Minerva, we called her Minnie, and she was a lovely cat, and she was, I think she was maybe 14 or 15, when she when she became old, I think it's about two thousand one thousand. We you know there to put her down, so from that point till two thousand fifteen, there was no cat in the house. There were no pets because my nan was so sort of heartbroken over losing Minnie. There was like a rule: no more, no no cats. There'll be no other cats. There'll be no other cat that can live up to to Minnie. So when we found out about my her illness, we sort of all sort of went. This house needs a cat. You know, we bring her some comfort, some, you know, company at times. Just nice to have. It's nice to have an animal or a pet in the house, and the house has always missed it. There's always been something missing since Minnie um, passed away. So we looked on the internet, and we 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 found there was this. I think there was, was a Spanish couple living in New Malden, and I went down to see them to visit and see this. This, this, this their cat had kittens, and they were giving away the kittens, and they had this one kitten. So I went and saw her, and she was this tiny, you know, fit in your hand, fit in a teacup, black and white cat, and you just you fell in love with her like you you just, you, know, you, you would. All right. Yeah, we'll take her. So then, a few days later, I went back with the 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 cat cage thing, portable thing. Got her and brought her back. And I remember we went upstairs, and my nanny was up in her bed. Um, and we just sort of just placed the kitten on the bed. And um oh. She's having a... Spider's having a bath now. And my nan went... What's that? Almost like... Hmm. We went... This, this this is the new cat. And, um... My nan called her Spider. Which, um... Is named after... There's a film called Whistle Down the Wind. Starring Hayley Mills. And, um... In it, these group of kids find some abandoned cats, some abandoned kittens. And they decide to adopt them. And um, one of them says, I'm going to call his cat Spider. And the other girl goes, you can't call a cat Spider. And the other kid goes, I can call my cat whatever I bloody well like. When my cat grows up, I'm going to teach it to hate your cat. It it's a up north, you know. Um, so that's where Spider gets a... She's looking at me like you're talking about me. So that's where Spider gets her name from. So we have five years. And then almost a year later she got knocked up. Hillware. We and she had five kittens. Uh we gave two to my sister, two to my cousin, and we kept one of her kids. And I called her Lemon, after the character, Liz Lemon from 30 Rock. Lemon never comes up here, never. Spider always comes up here and sits in the bed. Lemon's very sort of, I don't know, a bit more independent. Spider goes off and does whatever she wants most of the time, but Spider always comes back and hangs around with the family more. Lemon's a bit more aloof, if you know what I mean. Um, But yeah, they're, they're great, they... They bring a unexplainable happiness to the house. Like you all, you know, you can all be in such a bad mood downstairs, especially you know, sitting watching the news and what's going on at the moment. And then you see the door open and in walks Spider or Lemon, and you go, "Oh, hello, Spider, hello Lemon." And they're always there for food. They eat way too much. I looked up the other, uh, uh, yesterday that they're only supposed to eat. You know, it's acceptable for them to eat one sachet a day. These two, they go through like two, sometimes three each. Because they trick you. She's looking at me now like, you know, I've, 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 um, I've uncovered something. Like, you'll get up. So I get up at six o'clock in the morning. As soon as you walk one step down the stairs, they come out. And they run down the stairs. They do that thing where they go around your legs. And you think they're trying, they're, they're actually probably trying to kill you, like trip you up. Um, and you feed them, and then it gets to maybe like seven o'clock, and then someone else in the house will get up, and you'll you'll be unaware that this other person is feeding them because so, they'll try it again. I do the things when they go around your legs, and so they get fed like twice in the morning because they know that they're trickers, they're crafty. So um, yeah, that's spider eleven. I talked about it a little bit on a mini-episode a couple of weeks ago. But, um, yeah, spider always comes up and sits on on the bed. You come upstairs and you're going to bed and they're sort of plonked in the middle of the bed. So you've got to sort of, you know, become a contortionist almost and and move around them to fit in. When really you should just grab them and just chuck them off the bed. Fuck off. Go find, there's, there's plenty of places for you to sleep. But no, you feel, you feel guilt. You feel like you've betrayed them. You, you've just, you've, just, you've, you've abandoned them. No don't really, about you. anyway. They're good cats. Lemon, bring, Lemon's more of a killer. Like, you look outside and she's, Got a head shoved in some bush. That sounds dirty. She pulls out a vole or a little mouse or something. Or, or, you sort of, or you come out into the hallway and she's just sat in the middle of the hallway just looking at this particular spot. because She knows that there's something there. And then you're like, worried that you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and you're going to tread on a dead mouse and get mouse cuts all over your feet. Yeah, that's sort of, that sort of crap. They brought in frogs. You ever heard a frog scream? terrifying noise I can't even describe it one of them brought in a frog or a toad it might have been a toad it was quite big um, I was just sitting there and I just heard this horrible noise I was like what the fuck is that and it's this toad and I went to pick it up and it just went Aah! what that's, that, that noise shouldn't come from... That's, that's that's too human. It sounded like a man screaming. Like a man in serious pain, screaming. So, yeah, they've just... You know, you see them... You, you turn around and Lemon's got, like, three spider's legs hanging out of her mouth. You think they're whiskers, you look close to it. Oh, no, she's just eating a spider hole. Crazy. Um, I think one time one of them brought a magpie into the house. It was still alive and flapping around the house... It was like a fucking Hitchcock film. Actually, we call Lemon Hitchcock because you only see her very briefly, um, once a day. It's almost like a cameo. You just see her walk on, walk by. oh hello, Lemon. Okay, bye, Lemon. So we call I call her Hitchcock. Um, but yeah, that's enough talking about the cats. I get enough attention as it is without me filling up podcast time with talking about them. I'm still getting looks from Lem- from Spider here. Um, but other than that, um, it's, it's, it's not been incredibly busy, going out doing a bit of shopping, keeping two metres apart, doing the whole thing, putting on those fucking gloves all the time, Once it makes make you sweat and you pull them off and your hands are like prunes or like, um what else have I been watching? I've watched Community, Killing Eve. That's on tonight. i remember that. Um, Oh, well, last night. I know in the last mini-episode I said I was going to watch Sunset Boulevard. I haven't gotten around to that yet. Um, But I watched uh, The Thing. I've seen it before, but I wanted to watch it again because these videos kept popping up on YouTube about The Thing. I've always liked that movie. I always loved John Carpenter films. I think They Live is my favourite one, but The Thing just fascinates me, the way the way it's made and the, 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 the theories that people have behind it. I know last time of them was stupid theories, like, like at the end of the film. Actually, no, I won't spoil, just in case you haven't seen The Thing, because you really should watch it. But you have to have a strong stomach. Don't be eating anything. I think maybe don't eat anything that's got any sort of, you know, don't eat meat while you're watching it. Don't eat anything with any sort of liquids or gravies or anything that splurts or or just eat something. eat, Eat like a packet of crisps, maybe. Even eating a chocolate bar might be too much, but eat like a packet of crisps. To some basic crisps. to some ready-sorted walkers. I, I, I'll I just eat before or eat after. Actually, no, don't eat because you'll have be having memories. Because, you know, the basic plot is this alien entity. We don't know what it looks like. Crash lands in uh, Antarctica where there's this research group. I not remember what they're doing. I fucking watched it last night. But um. But the um. Sorry, I was hearing arguing downstairs. They're arguing that the 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 tap in the kitchen. Isn't turning the hot water tap. Something going on. It's simple. Just put a washer or something on it. I think, or like descale it or something. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Spaceship crash. Crashlands and there's this group of, of um all men, oh god it's all men. Uh, how dare they? Um research group there and um this thing it's called the thing, the film's called the thing, takes over people's DNA and becomes imitates them, infects them. Um, so they find this dog, who's from another research facility, and, um, they take in the dog, but the dog acts very strangely, and it's put in with all these other dogs, and the other dogs don't like it, and the thing's in the dog, and the dog becomes this, the the things that come out of these, when the thing shows itself, like the thing will, will sort of hide in your body. And its sort of goal is to assimilate everything on the planet. You probably you, know, you think it's been to other planets and it's done it. It's taken over that planet, so it's going to come... Sort of, basically, like Galactus. Sort of eating It's eating worlds, but just taking over. Um, so it comes to Earth. Freezes itself in in the Antarctic, in the snow and the ice. Um, but then it takes over this dog and then it sort of it can jump from person to person but when it's threatened or attacked the 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 creature will show itself but you don't know what its true form is so it takes form of like when the dog um when the thing comes out of the dog like the dog's head like folds out like a flower and his teeth come out and then this fucking giant slimy tentacled thing starts shooting out of it and Kills all the other dogs. Try to like tries to take over the other dogs and sort of bring the dogs to its body to make more to sort of morph into its own body. It's really fucking fucked up. So then all these men who are stuck in this place, you know, they start wondering, has where's the thing gone now? Because the thing can assimilate and 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 take over humans, it can take over any living living life form so they'll start getting paranoid about who the thing is because when the thing is inside you it starts to imitate you'll see certain things that don't that aren't right but it will it will mimic humans so everybody and there's there's a few people Kurt russell's the star of, of the film and um all the other people start getting paranoid and then one person they find out is the thing, but the, the the more the more the film goes on, the more the, the, the sort of creatures of grotesque like um they're doing a you know, the defibrillate you know, the the thing when they go clear and they put the two pat they on the person's chest and, you know, give them a shock. They go to do that on one person, but the thing's inside it and the the bloke's hands go through the bloke's chest but the the chest opens up and these teeth grow and they bite the man's arm off it's fucking and then this, the head comes off of the body and it grows spider legs and scuttles off and it's like what the f-? like this thing is trying to survive and will do anything to and uh, latch onto anything to survive Will go from life form to life form and it's messed up um like it's really gross like it's all done like practical effects like these are made these are real people making real effects that look real and they're really there and the actors are really you know reacting to these things it's not like you see these CGI films now where you're looking at a tennis ball on a stick and you're like oh my god what's that the things are they're there and it feels so much it's so much better um it's great um like you can imagine like the transformation scene in American Werewolf. Like, I mean, they could do it good nowadays. It would look good, but it just you just know it's that uncanny valley where you can tell that something is computer generated. Whether you, know, you watch the, the American Werewolf in London with the transformation scene, you can see everything is practical and everything is is really made by hand. And it's just so much. It's creepier as well. And and most it's more scary, definitely. But um, yeah, the thing that was, I I love I want I, 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 I want to watch more John Carpenter films. I want to watch like Saw sort and of Precinct Thirteen. I'm going to watch Big Trouble in Little China again. Um, maybe watch Halloween again. I I I like Halloween. Ever. Yeah, it's not, the premise and the character of the characters of. The three main characters of Laurie Strode, Dr. Loomis, and Michael Myers—that sort of trinity of characters—are good, but everything else around it just is sort of just very storyline-wise, very flimsy. The directing is really great, the atmosphere and the lighting and the, 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 the camera angles and the—but um, I think he, he's done better films. uh Christine, I want to watch. I've never seen Christine. The Fog, I've seen. Fog's a good film. But yeah, I'm so, that's what I'm going to sort of go through. John Carpenter films. Maybe leave out the later ones. Like Escape. I'd want to see Escape from New York. I've never seen Escape from New York. I thought I had, but I might have seen Escape from L.A. and just got confused. But Escape from L.A. is supposed to be terrible. I think I remember it being. I remember. I remember seeing it and it being terrible. I want to watch the Escape from New York. Um, what other films did he do? There was wasn't there one the vampire was there a vampire one? I need to look look this up. I need to look up John Carpenter. See what films he did. I know he did. There was an Elvis film he did with Kurt Russell. There, see, let's go on to John Carter. I hate that. You know i mean John Carpenter. Don't fuck around with me, Google. John Carpenter. Let's have a Filmography. Dark Star. No, I've, I've not... I haven't seen that. Saw and Precinct 13, I've seen. Oh, we re-watch, re-watched that. And Halloween. The Fog. Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine. Fucking... Th- 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 up until the 90s, like, it was just, like, hit after hit after hit. Maybe not commercially, but just great film after great film after great film. I've not seen Dark Star, but I know from on Precinct 13, Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine, Starman, Big Trouble in Little China, Prince of Darkness, They Live... A Memoirs of an Invisible Man, that's the Chevy Chase one. I don't know, if that's not supposed to be very good. In the Mouth of Madness, I... Sam Neill film. I think I've seen... I get mixed up with some of the the, um, the Lovecraft films. Like, In the Mouth of Madness, I think that's Sam Neill one. I've seen a couple of Lovecraft films, like weird and fucked up stuff. Like the Necronomicon. Are these Necronomicon? I've seen that. That was, that freaked me out when I was a kid. I remember there being uh, these like giant bat things that had like suckers on their mouth, and they would, they would, they would uh, like grab onto you. And they like rip your arms off, and rip, oh, something like that. And then the woman wakes up and she thinks it's all a dream. Oh. And then they pull the, the, the the blanket back and she's got no arms and legs or she's got no legs and it's oh it's fucked up, um, but yeah big trouble in little China. Big trouble, you little China. Um, I did watch that a couple of years ago, and I remember it. You know, it, this isn't right well, because I remember watching Goonies as a kid, and you think it's good. But then I went and saw it, it was a thirtieth anniversary screening last year or the year before and i was like this is terrible <laughs> this is this is fucking, I, I hate this film it's this awful sorry say that about the goonies but i don't like the goonies i think it's overrated um but this is not not to the not to the extent of goonies but big trouble in little china i remember really liking and being scared by things when i was a kid by certain things Especially was that monster where you see at the end? It's it's on the it's on the truck as he's driving off at the end. Spoiler. But I watched it again, and like the first half an hour, it drags along a bit. It's only when when it gets the story gets going, I think that it gets good. But I don't remember that first half hour being that boring. It's a bit boring, but it does get. It is really good. They live. I think is my favourite one. And it's the most one I watched most recently. It's it's one of the last ones of his I, I've watched. Um, with Rowdy, Rudy Piper, and Keith David. That was that's brilliant. Um. But yeah, I want to sort of go through. I might start off with Dark Star. I might sort of go through. The whole lot. He's only made. In the last thirty years, two, three, four, five, six. I Maybe mean, he made seven films. Well, I suppose he's done a lot of producing, and I like, produced the the latest Halloween, the sort of the reboot one from a couple of years ago, which was which was all right. Still had that sort of Carpenter feeling to it. But like, you could have gone, oh that. If someone said, "Oh, it's directed by John Carpenter again," you'd be like, "Okay, yeah." Um, but he hasn't made an actual film for ten years. I'm just trying to see what, what, why? Oh, he's 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 made music. He's released three albums of all his music that he's done because he does does most of the music for his films, like that Halloween music. Yeah, that's. People who listen to this, they know all this. I don't know you've got a couple of friends who listen to this, they'll know that Carpenter and all this stuff, but just in case there's someone out there who doesn't know really the greatness of John Carpenter. But looking through that filmography, that's got to be. There's gotta be very few directors who've sort of had the consistency. I mean, let's have a look at that that let's let's I haven't seen Dark Star. let's say that's a really good film. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven. That's like ten eleven films straight. That are just great. Maybe Kubrick. Scorsese maybe, but I suppose there might be a couple of dips. Like some people might like something like Hugo or Bringing Out the Dead or Kundun or something like that. But Spielberg, Spielberg's had a few. Let's have a look at, Sp- let's see what a run, this is just my opinion. Let's see like, in my opinion, if he had like a run of great films. So if we look up his filmography. Right, so he had Jewel, which I've seen. I haven't seen the Sugarland Express. Right, so let's say that Sugarland Express is a is is a, is a solid film. It does Jewel Sugarland Express cl- uh, Jewel's close encounters. Then you get to nineteen forty one and that's when it sort of goes. That. Yeah. So you got four in a row there. Well done Stephen. What right, next run. Razor of the Lost Ark, E.T. In Temple of Doom. See, that's sort of borderline. Some people don't like that. I like Temple of Doom. Colour Purple, haven't seen. Let's say it's solid. Empire of the Summer, have seen. Always, I remember seeing Last Crusade. Still, that's only like seven films, because then you get to Hook. And then it's like, <puff> Um and In the end, you got Jurassic Park. He's sort of here and there definitely more hits than misses um lately i mean ready player one yikes the post boring bridge of spies was even more boring uh, lincoln was what it was it was a it was a, a well made well acted historical long film war horse tintin crystal skull munich world of the worlds I think Spielberg's last great film was Catch Me If You Can. That was only twenty years ago. Uh, I don't know. Is it you know? Now he's doing West Side Story. You know, like what? That's always that's puzzled me. West Side Story. Why do a, is it you know? I hope they don't change. I hope. They... Yeah, I know that the 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 one the sixties one. You know, there might be some questionable things about ethnicity and, and and political correctness. You know, but I hope it's not like, banging you over the head. We fixed it. Because people don't they want to hear the songs. That's all, really. It's Romeo and Juliet. We know the story. We just want to hear the songs and see some dance routines. I don't think you can do better than... Than what was done in... In the 60s, one. How are you going to... What exactly are you going to... Nobody really remakes musicals, do they? You know? You can take a film and remake it and change the script a bit. Update it, dialogue... But you can't take the songs, and change them. You can't change them to to adapt to what you're doing now, because the songs are the songs. You can't change them. There's no way you can do that. Because that's ridiculous. I don't care if you're Steven Spielberg. You don't do that. You don't. You don't go back and change. Mm. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Uh no I mean who goes who goes on hills? Who goes up hills? I mean um, let's say we'll go to the the high streets alive with the sound of I don't know, buskers? Let's do that. And that's like more modern, isn't it? What are you doing? The streets are alive with the sound of buskers. You could do that, but as a parody, as a comedy, you can't do it seriously. You need to have a nun twirling on a hill singing the hills are alive with the sound of music. But can you imagine if they changed the songs in West Side Story? Maria. Oh I dunno. Maria's not a very well sort of people don't use the name Maria anymore. Maybe I mean they, not even in Latin America. No, no they sort of become Let's call them um, Courtney? Okay. So you'll be like, Courtney, I just met a girl called Courtney. See, you're missing out a syllable though already. It's supposed to be Maria and Courtney. Um, Officer Krupp will be changed and they talk more about police brutality and um, I don't know. They'd make a joke about kneeling to the National Anthem. Um, <laughs> but, um... Yeah. I don't see the point in that. Like, there's some people go like this, but, like, you know... You can't remake E.T. You can't really remake... Indiana Jones. Although they're going to, aren't they? They're going to do that. And have some more nonsense. We've got another one coming out. Harrison Ford's still doing it. Indiana Bones. Because that's always going to be. I saw someone's made made that joke already, but no, I don't want to see more Indiana Jones. I mean, this is since that last one, when you see, when you think of Indiana Jones, like granted, yeah, with Star Wars, The Force Awakens. You didn't mind that Han Solo was, you know, pensioner, and because they were part of the story, you wanted them back. But Indiana Jones needs to be like mid to late thirties; is able to handle himself in a fight. You know, can run around, crack his whip, and swing from this, and and do this, and. I don't buy... I buy Han Solo older. I don't buy... I don't buy Indiana Jones being 80. Do you know what I mean? It's stunt... stunt, How are they going to do that? Are they going to be like... Stuntman in it and CGI in an 80-year-old Harrison Ford... Jumping from a truck to a a fucking tank? You know? Uh, He says that, this belongs in a museum... No, you do. So just quit it. Just don't do, but then they'll do the thing where they're going to find someone else to take over the mantle of of Indiana Jones. Chris Pratt. Too obvious. Everyone says Chris Pratt. I want to see someone like. Just think about it. Someone really off kilter choice for indiana jones and you can't can you they've got to be movie style good looks otherwise somehow you can't root for them if they're if they're plain looking which is crazy can you imagine just like the most average looking indiana jones like if i played indiana jones the box office for that would just be the worst. Because they'd be like, who's this guy? What's There's nothing about him. Look at his face and I don't see anything. You know? Just putting myself down there. But, uh Saves everyone else doing it. Um, but yeah, yeah, they will carry on with that. I could go into a rant about remakes and reboots, but that's, everyone's done that already. You know, we just have to just do, yeah. Let it just. It's their money. They choose what they want to do with it. They want to waste two hundred million on rebooting. Even down to like. I mean, I'm ex. I mean, I'm looking forward to, but do we need another Batman so soon? Do you remember when? You know, between. Batman and Robin and Batman Begins, it was eight years. Now it's like eight seconds between each each one. So I mean it's like there's no time for people to speculate. Oh who's gonna be who who would you have play Batman? You do for a few years you go, oh he'd be really good. No, no, sorry, we cast we, we've already cast him. We cast the next Batman before we've even cast the Batman we've got now. So, we, so we're just. We're, we're prepared. Like they've probably got who they want. When Robert Pattinson stops. Like they're breeding them. Like let them. Let them get to about maybe 25. Then we can start the speculation. Let's pick one. Start speculation. Throw in a few things. So if Robert Pattinson steps out. Oh we've got this one. Oh we told you that no, we got this we've got this guy now. So I just give it give it ten, fifteen years or twenty years between doing a new one. Let one sink in for a while. You know. We were soon having a new Wolverine. I mean Hugh Jackman was doing it for what, 17, 18 years? You know, that's Give it another seventeen, eighteen years before you pick another one, but no, they've got they they need to have them. They've already got four hundred characters in the Marvel universe. We need another two hundred because there just isn't enough characters. We need more. They what they what if they had their way? You know that end bit in Endgame where everybody's there. Like I think I you know, even I was there. There were so many people. They would have wanted more put more in but there's no space on the screen left have them sitting on the shoulders that would that would just look weird that's not real have some of them lying down so we can fit more people have them have some of them uh like the bigger characters smaller make hulk or make that guy make ant-man like normal size so we can fit in a few more people Let's make screens bigger now. I want you to go around the world and change all of the screens so we can fit more people in the last bit of Avengers because we don't have enough people in that film. We need 200 more people. Okay. All right. It's just let it let things breathe a little bit, just let it breathe. But no, we've got to boom, 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 boom. Because they think that people are, they're going to forget. Like they think that, you know, in two years' time, kids are going to forget Iron Man. We've got to put a new Iron Man. We need a new Iron Man. Quick, do it now, no, 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 now. Because they think that kids are going to be like, who's Iron Man? I don't know who Iron Man Oh, that's that old film. They're old films. Oh, take a breather. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. I'm ranting still, ranting, ranting, ranting. This is my opinion. But um like even what, what films have we had lately? Like um what's been a really big big original film? You see? Cut. I can't think. What was the last film that was a blockbuster that was based on an original idea? Like a film that made like over 500 million worldwide. It's got to be something like Inception or something, isn't it? can't be. Jesus, it must be, it's to, yeah, I think it is. Or whatever Christopher Nolan film. Can you call Dunkirk an a, a original idea? If it's based on, I suppose it. Something that someone's come up with characters and people and the situation completely in their mind. I think it must be Inception. So yeah, that'll be remade. Soon, but they won't make it as complicated. It will be Disneyfied. There'll be more jokes. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna stop ranting about this now, because um, I'm boring myself. Um. Thank you for listening to me rant for God forty forty two minutes. Um. Anyway, yeah. I'm still thinking about that original idea. It's lost. Um, I'll, I shall go and look that up... and I'll come back to you next time... in the next episode. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, for S- Spider, for your contributions to today's episode. It's been uh, a real in-depth, real... You wear your heart on your sleeve. I appreciate you being here, Spider. Thank you for the many stories you told us. Thank you for your insight into into the cat world cat politics Um, is there anything last words you want to say before we go okay thank you very much Um, thanks for listening uh, it's been episode 4 of the Making Lemonade podcast and I shall speak to you very soon everybody take care wash your hands, social distance thoughts and prayers I'm just being a politician now I'm doing that politician thing do you think that before they go on on camera you know when they do these daily updates you know they're standing there what's his name Rob Donald Rob standing there just, you know like a a, uh, a sport you know sort of someone in sports gets themselves revved up or if they're giving a big speech they will stand in front of the mirror going come on you can do it you can do it you can do it he stands there going thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers Prayers with the family, family, and friends. Thoughts and prayers. Our family and friends are with the thoughts. No, no, no. Our thoughts and prayers with the family. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Got to get all the things in. Social distancing. Flatten the curve. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, PPE. I've got to mention all the buzzwords. 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 Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um, uh, uh, stand together. Shoulder to shoulder. Um, uh, social distancing. Uh, wash your hands. Um, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Social distancing, thoughts and prayers. I, I think that's what they do, when they stand there because they got to remember to stay at all the key points and hit all the key things. Because it's like that, you know that Leonardo DiCaprio meme that's going around where he's pointing, and he's saying like he recognises the reference, like that. Oh, that's it. Like someone's written, um, uh, when Batman begins in the film Batman Begins. They show the picture of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing. Because they want people to go... You know, he's got the thing that says... Uh, stay indoors. Protect the NHS. Save lives. Like you're waiting for them to say that. Like in the film, when they say the title of the film. And they do the... He said it. He said it. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. But I suppose that's better than... Telling you to fucking drink bleach. Anyway...